it's the eighteenth, uh, eighteenth of April, I reckon. Oh, I can just about make it out. This pier at the Dab Radio. Yes, it's the eighteenth of April, and it's podcast number uh, one hundred twenty-eight. I reckon it's something like that. Uh, if you're listening live, um, welcome and thank you for listening live. It's a bit of an experiment. I mean, it's it's another early podcast. It's seven o'clock in the evening. The reason why is because I had an awful sleep last night. Um, Edinburgh Man Junior didn't keep me awake. I just for some reason kept waking up all night. I'm now getting a sore throat, which I do blame on Edinburgh Man Junior, which I'm sure it's only two weeks since I had the last sore throat. Um, and also it's an experiment because I'm playing the live podcast is going through my Raspberry Pi. Uh, it's been sitting in a drawer uh, for the last month or two, not doing anything. So I thought I should really um, get out and start fiddle with it. And I think it was Andy from Fuzzy Star um, when we were at My Bloody Valentine that um, asked me if I was uh, did I stream with my Raspberry Pi? And I thought, no, that's actually quite a good idea. So if you're listening live, um, uh, let me know. Tweet at me if you are listening. I suspect probably not many people are, and those who are probably don't want to tweet at me because it is a bit too early um, for most people. I've just finished, I've just wolfed down my tea as well. So if I start hiccuping halfway through the podcast, that's exactly what the score is. God, that's a minute and a half almost, and I've only just been rambling. We haven't played any music. This is Eagle Owl and not over. Not that I do not mind It's not that I do not care But I know it's not over It's not over Thank you. 
Siegel Isle, and not over unless from the brilliant new album, uh, This Silent Year, which is released on Fence Records on the 13th of May. Uh, yeah, which is, I guess is in just under a month. What did I say? 18th or something it was? On the Twitter. Um, the Stokescast says, uh, listening and not stalking, uh, really honestly, lovely curtains you have. Um, yeah, it turns out that the Stokecast, who uh, has listened to the podcast many times before, uh, lives in the same, and uh, not lives, it works in the same street, if not actually just two doors down. Um, from where I work. We discovered this during the week when there was a power cut in town. I tweeted about it. You know, the fact I was in 4th Street, not far opposite Radio 4th. Um, and it turns out Stokecast actually really is directly opposite Radio 4th in the same building um, as the Russian Visa Centre. I don't know what it is about the Russian Visa Centre, um, but they obviously don't really advertise very well because we always get people buzzing our buzzer, even though it doesn't say anything about Russian visas, um, asking if we're the Russian Visa Centre. And often they get really angry when we tell them we're not even though the Russian Visa Centre is clearly two doors down and has a sign that says they're the Russian Visa Centre, so I don't know what's going on. Mike, uh, sorry, I went on a ramble there, didn't I? I meant to say um, the Eagle Owl album. Uh, it's available on 12-inch vinyl, 500 copies, with a CD copy, and also on CD, apparently, 300 copies, so more vinyl than there are CD. Oh, no, I've closed the window. Oh, here you go. Uh, the CD comes with an exclusive hand-printed card sleeve uh, with booklet and beer mat as well. I guess it's probably only a one-use Beer mat, you wouldn't really want to use it for, uh, you know, many beers, would you? I do have a beer mat, or a ghoster, as it is, I think, from the Spook School, from, I think it was the first gig. Was it the first gig that Spook School said? They did a, uh, yeah, a, a, a sort of little freebie that they gave away with their single, uh, which was a coaster, but it had a picture of a ghost on it, and it was called a ghoster. But uh, it was all furry, like with fuzzy felt. You probably wouldn't really want to use it um, for putting a cup of tea or your beer in it or anything like that. And the other thing... Plenty side says, I'm listening in. Says we're just a wee touch quieter than usual, but it may just be me. It's almost certainly probably me, mate. Um, yeah, like I say, I'm trying to broadcast today using the Raspberry Pi. It's sitting over there in the corner glowing. I think also there's got like about a 30 second, at least a 30 second, if not a minute delay as well when I was testing it. When I started testing it, it seemed to be all in sync. Uh, but then um, when just before I came and sat down and did the podcast, it seemed to be, I'm sorry, hitting the table there, it seemed to be a little bit out of sync. So I don't know if um, it's going to gradually get more and more out of sync as the podcast goes on, by which point, you know, you'll be five minutes behind me or something. I surely it wouldn't be. If it, if it does, then it would sound really weird, like it was slowed down. But Plenty Sides just says it's uh, quiet, not slowed down at all. Yeah, and I should say also that the uh, I play, the other reason why I play the Eagle Owl thing is not just because uh, the album's coming out in, like, three weeks' time. You can't really buy it yet. You can pre-order it, actually, if you go to uh, eagleowl.limitedrun.com. Uh, you can pre-order it there. But also they're playing on Saturday at Voxbox Records. It's not actually Voxbox Records. It's Record Store Day this week. Um, on Saturday, so that's rather exciting. But opposite the road, I think, from Voxbox is the Last Word Saloon, and in association with Voxbox, and put on by Jerry Loves and Song by Toad. Um, yeah, Eagle Owl are playing. It's Eagle Owl versus Kid Canaveral. Uh, I think it's um, Kate Canaveral and uh, maybe Rose, because, um, yeah, David's in Australia at the moment, uh, but that's on. they're on at 2 o'clock anyway, for half an hour. And they've got loads of great things playing. Wounded Knee are playing, uh, Magic Eye and Eagle Owl and Kid Canaveral, uh, Mike Herrenban, Robson John, Adam Stafford. A honey blood. It looks like a good day, although um, I think only the Wounded Knee one is probably something that's not inside the Last Word Saloon, depending on the weather. So, uh, yeah, so if I go down with Edinburgh Manginia, which is maybe my plan, we probably will only be able to go and see Wounded Knee, but not that that should stop you going, because um, it does look like a great lineup. Um, yeah, I'm trying to do um, multiple things here, and like I say, it was all a bit of a rush to try and get it done for uh, 7 o'clock. I don't quite know why I did this. Oh, yes, it's because I'm going to fall asleep by about 8 o'clock. I'm going to play a track by Susan Huang, uh, Everything is a Clue. I played um, some stuff 
a couple of weeks ago from uh, those compilation albums from the Bushwick Book Club. This is the Bushwick Book Club presents Sherlock Holmes and Everything is a Clue. on the breath examine the footsteps the ash from a cigarette everything holds a truth the width of the carriage is a fact not to disparage it carries a message getting closer to you everything is a clue everything is a The nicks on a watch tell you more than the time. Tells you his brother was the drinking and do well kind. The dirt on your shoe tells him where in London you've been to. The Wigmore Street Post Office, duh, and you sent a telegram, not a letter. Everything is a clue. Everything is a clue. For a question, the truth always shows. Give him a problem, or he'll go insane. Shoot up a seven percent solution of cocaine. Everything is a That's Susan Huang, and uh, Everything is a Clue, and that's from the Bushwick Book Club Presents Sherlock Holmes, recorded live uh, on the 28th of March. That wasn't that long ago at all, was it? Just a couple of weeks ago. And if you go to bushwickbookclub.bandcamp.com, you can download it there. It's not actually recorded at uh, Goodbye Blue Monday, which it used to be recorded at, um, although I'm assuming it's still in Bushwick. It's a culture fix. I don't know my... Uh, New York ge- uh, geography isn't particularly good, it has to be said, and no, it's not particularly perfect. And also on the Twitter, um, sorry, there's strange noises going on. I think that's people upstairs um, who are sort of thumping around, if you can hear strange noises. And uh, either that or it's Dr. Nick or Edinburgh Man Jr. That, uh, I hope it's not Edinburgh Man Jr. He's kind of figured out how he could maybe try and climb out of his cot, which is one of these worrying developments. Um, he's uh, Yeah, he can lift his leg up to almost his, his head um, when he's standing now which means that you can actually sort of make an attempt to climb into many things, like you can almost climb into the bath. Um, despite the fact that the top of the bath is maybe in line with his nose, you can almost get his leg onto the top of the bath and climb in, which is a worrying development. Um, and the other day I did find him in the bathroom holding the toilet brush, which was uh, somewhat exciting. So he found it exciting, I found it somewhat disturbing. Uh, anyway, the uh, Stokecast on Twitter says uh, something about Eagle Isle. Yes, he says, looking forward to seeing the box box. 
I'm not just going to read out. I'm not going to read out any more tweets from the Stokecast, by the way, even if he is the only one listening along the planet side. And uh, he says, yeah, we get angry Russians coming in too. They pass our office to get to theirs. I don't think um, it's not normally the Russians that are angry. At least uh, not not to me. When it's normally angry Scottish people who are trying to find the Russian visa center. I'm thinking actually maybe that's maybe they make it difficult to find the Russian visa center as some sort of test. You can only get into a country if it's uh, if you can actually find the office, which I think is probably fair enough. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's a record store day on this week i know that quite a few people are a little bit disparaging about it but i'm quite excited about it there's quite a few exciting looking releases out i did see that there was another release uh, that was coming out isn't there? there's a final of uh, the uh, at the driving album relationship of command which that looks quite interesting and there's a mad looking um, daniel johnson album but i'm not sure if it's an album or a comic book with an album uh, but that looks quite interesting and there's a darren Heyman thing and herman um, june and there's low when and um what is it low in the day three i think it is um, so that should be quite exciting. So yeah, I'm probably going to spend a stupid amount of money and stand in front of record shops for most of the day. Uh, which um, yeah, hopefully the weather'll be all right. Because if it's not, it'll get to be it's going to be particularly grim. Um, yeah, I'll play some music. I'm kind of uh, sorry. I'm a little bit <laughs> I'm a little bit confused as to what I'm going on and what's going on. Rather, I'm still haven't quite figured out the setup for the podcast as I'm doing it right now, which is entirely laptop free now. I have no laptops. I'm playing the music and speaking into my iPad via the microphone. It's streaming through the Raspberry Pi, so there's, and I'm sort of looking, I'm attempting to look up information about the tracks I'm playing on my phone. Uh, that's that's the part that's kind of falling down a little bit because it's a little bit tricky um, to sort of look up information on your phone um, while you're playing the music. So I shall just play the music and then I'll look up what I'm actually playing after I do it because the program that I'm using to play the music doesn't tell me who the artist is. Uh, so that's not too great. I'll push the button and what I should do is when I first started in the podcast years ago. Um, well, two or three years ago, I used to actually do a printout. On, on, at lunchtime on a Thursday, I would actually write the whole, all, everything that I was going to play and then put little bullet points about all the stuff that I was going to say in between the tracks. Um, but no, I, I don't do that anymore. Uh, maybe I should probably start. <laughs>
don't really know what to make of that, but I do love it. Uh, and I uh, haven't actually been able to stop listening to it all week. It's by Susie Zuzik. Uh, she's from Melbourne, and it's uh, from an album called Rhesus 3, which you can buy if you go to suzizuzik.bandcamp.com. It's spelled S-U-Z-I-E-Z-U-Z-E-K.bandcamp.com. Uh, and it's seven whole Australian dollars. I don't know what that is in uh, pounds or euros or dollars or anything, I'm afraid. I'm fairly uh, feeble. And the track, um, I'm, I think the track is called Indie Pop Grunge Pop Post-Punk Alternative Dash Sit in a Tree. Um, it might not be that, and that may be just an accidental... Uh, typing of the tags into the wrong place. But I suspect, it does say that uh, Susie is an experimental recording artist from Australia, so I suspect that probably is the correct title. Um, everything is lowercase apart from the S and sit in a tree, if that's important. Oh, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, but yeah, you can go there and download the whole album and buy it, whatever, for uh, $7. Oh, dear. I'm actually worn out. I, uh, I've been doing this thing, you've probably noticed, at junior.edinburghman.com, uh, which is my little daily podcast that I sort of do now and again. I did it back in uh, November when it was the podcast a day a month thing, whatever that was called. And then I did it during Christmas when it was uh, just for the hell of it, I was, because I was off, really. Um, and actually, normally, I think the Christmas ones were just kind of me sort of sitting around the flat. Uh, but this one, it was, um, as I talked about in the last two podcasts, so it's not news to you, it's 30 days of biking where you're supposed to go on your bike every day. Um, and for the first half of April, it was fine. Um, there was no problem at all. But uh, the second half of April, at least this week, what's happened is normal Edinburgh April has kind of appeared. And it's something that I forgot about, which is well, actually not normal Edinburgh April because it's not been raining very much, but it has been really windy. That's what it tends to be at this time of year in Edinburgh. I mean, so much so. Today, cycling home, I was absolutely knackered. It was it was um, what, sometimes, what normally happens actually in Edinburgh is that the wind is kind of, it, it's gusty. Um, but today it was just solid all the way from work to home. It was exactly the same amount of wind and it was just horrific. Um, and cycling up Leith Street and uh, over the bridges and stuff, it was very wobbly as well. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm absolutely shattered. So that's one of the reasons, another reason why I was keen to do the podcast at seven o'clock is because I'm so absolutely shattered. And this is only, that, that actually, the irritating thing is because I didn't even get the, I didn't even bike into work this morning. I went in the bus um, because yesterday I had to go and pick up the record player because that was in for, for repair. That's a whole other story. Let's talk about that after the next track. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, so I didn't even get the whole uh, tailwind thing. It was all headwind all day, so that was a little bit grim. Um, so yeah, I'm a little bit shattered. And like I say, I didn't have a particularly good night's sleep. So I don't know how many people, I don't think many people listen at 7 o'clock. I, I mean, there's only like about sort of 10 or 20 people, I think, probably listen uh, when we do it at 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock. So it's possibly not a massive, massive amount of difference. Most people... I listen to the podcast after the event. And also most people, I think, listen to the podcast, judging by tweets and messages and emails and stuff that I get, most people seem to listen to the podcast the week after as well. So Monday, next week and Tuesday next week seem to be popular days to listen to, by which time all of the records.a thing will have passed. And uh, so most of the stuff that I'm going to say, and I've said on today's podcast all about that stuff, is completely irrelevant to you. I'm going to actually going to play two tracks from things that are records. No, I'm going to play three tracks from things that are record store releases, or rather not. They're not, I don't think they're official record store day releases, um, so I should probably be careful what I say. I'm going to play two tracks from uh, Song by Toad releases. I'm going to play a track uh, from Randolph's Leap. Look, I'm telling you what I'm playing, and then I'm going to play a couple of others that have got nothing. No, actually, look, there's another one. There's a fourth track uh, that's uh, on Jerry Loves Records as well. It's just all record store day stuff. But um, if, uh, if, like I say, if you're listening to this next week, it's a virtually worthless, I'll bet. Although I'm sure you can probably get some of the stuff, but uh, one of the things I'm going to do is Song by Toad have got two things that are coming out. And like I say, I don't know if it's an official record store release or whether it's just to coincide 
with Record Store Day, but they're releasing two things. One is going to be, um, well, they're both sessions that were recorded uh, for Song by Toad, and you can get half of the tracks on vinyl and half of the tracks with bottles of beer. The idea is that you buy a four-pack of beer for £12 from various off-licenses around Edinburgh, and I think also Rough Trade have got some, and uh, I'll actually find out all the information while I play this track. It's a track I've played on the podcast before, or at least I played the original version uh, by Zed Penguin on the podcast before, like about a year ago or something, but this is brilliant. This is a version of uh, This Town by Zed Penguin uh, on Song by Toad, and I think this is the one that comes with the beer, so there's no physical version of this. At least there will be a physical version of this, but then you can drink it, and then there's no physical version anymore unless you keep your empty. Uh, but it comes with a download code for the track. Uh, so this is This Town by Zed Penguin.
that's this down by Zed Penguin. And uh, yeah, it's on Song by Toads. It's on a beer thing. Actually, I should, I should say I found the webpage now and I'm going to explain it to you by reading it out from the webpage. So none of this is my own. Uh, none of this is my own words. This is all the words of songbytoadrecords.com. People will happily spend 12 quid on a single round of beer, but it seems they're reluctant to spend 12 pounds on a record. Why? I'd actually, uh, at this point, this is my own words. Um, I'm very reluctant to spell £12 on a round of beer, it has to be said, but that's probably to do with my age. Um, it just seems awfully expensive, unless you're, unless you're getting beer for six people or something. If you're getting beer for six people, then £12 is a, is a perfectly fine amount to spend, but any less than that, then uh, no, I find that quite disturbing. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'll happily spend £12 on a record, that's okay. Anyway, uh, it says two Edinburgh Independent Song by Toad Records and Barney's Beer are collaborating on a unique project to explore the question on Records.day 2013 we'll be releasing eight songs on a limited run of uh, 250 clear red vinyl in a beautiful sleeve um, I'll skip it a little bit it says uh, simultaneously we'll be releasing another eight songs as download codes on Barney's Beer two songs per bottle one uh, of a limited edition of 250 custom made four packs um, which will sell out first it's Beer versus Records um, I, what I haven't done here is I haven't actually been able to find out where you can buy them somebody on my Twitter stream did tweet about the locations where you could buy them, because I guess um, most record shops probably don't have licenses to sell alcohol, so they can't really sell them in uh, most record shops. But there are some, uh, there are definitely some places um, around Edinburgh, at least, where you can buy the beer. And I, like I say, I think Rough Trade, I guess they must do, they must have an alcohol license, because at least one of the Rough Trades, uh, I guess, in Brick Lane is probably where you can buy. Um, uh, where you can buy a beer. I'm sure it's somewhere like that. Anyway, I ramble. I'm going to play another track from it. I'm going to play a track from the uh, other one, the record one, um, if I can find the track that I'm going to play. Oh, dear. I'm going to play... Um, uh, no, I'm not going to play that one. I'm going to play something entirely different. I, I'm going to play it from... <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs>
changing all the year in a seasick town. I never used to doubt the things I think about when the sun has gone down. I tie a clumsy knot around a tender thought by the light of the Like the Moon by Randolph Sleep, and that's from uh, a new EP they've got out called Furtive Glances. It's on cassette, obviously. It's uh, made in Canada, apparently. Um, and you can tell this because it's got a picture of a moose on the front cover. It's also out for Records Today. I don't like I say, I don't think it's an official Records Today release, but it's out for Records Today, so it's out on the same day. Uh, you can get it from um, various places. Uh, at least you can get it from uh, two places in Edinburgh and two places in Glasgow. You can get it from Monorail, and you can get it from Love Music in Glasgow, and you can get it from Voxbox and Avalanche. There may be more places, but uh, I've had a poke around uh, Randall Sleep's Twitter thing, and that seems to be the four places where you can get it. And uh, yeah, it's a new EP on one side and then a whole bunch of sort of uh, B-sides and unreleased and rarities and all that sort of stuff and demos and stuff. On the other side, at least that's the best I can understand. Um, oh, shoot, this is really bad, me attempting to get all my research during the tracks um, from the uh, on my phone. It really doesn't kind of work. I need to... I'm going to... 
you know what I might do? I might actually uh, do some preparation next week before the podcast and maybe try and um, do the old uh, notes. Who would have thought it? The notes, the notes kind of, uh, yeah, I kind of miss the notes. I mean, they were a real pain to make, but uh, afterwards, anyway. Uh, there was there was there was something, didn't I? I kind of got halfway through a story, then I kind of went off on a different tangent, and then uh, I don't know what it was. But anyway, the record player is now fixed. You'll please know it's almost a month I've been without the record player. The record player I've got, it's a Riga Planner Two, um, which I for the longest time thought was a Planner Two, um, but I think because originally they had one that was called the Planet. And then obviously when they draw the planner, it's kind of spelled, so you say it like planet. Anyway, and the Riga Planner too, uh, from, uh, I think mine's from like 1980 or something like that. I didn't buy it in 1980. I'm not that old. Um, I think I bought it in maybe the early 90s or something like that. So I've had it for quite some time and it was already a little bit uh, old by the time, you know, when I got it. Um, I've since replaced the tone arm because um, the one that was originally on there kind of broke. But there's only really two things that's on it. There's a tone arm and then there's a motor. And then when you want to change the speed from 45 RPM to 33, you have to move the little rubber band thing, um, which is a little bit of a pain. When you start playing something and it's at the wrong speed, you have to stop it and then take off the platter and then move it and then put it back down again and all that. So that's a little bit annoying. But for the most part, I just listen to albums anyway, so it doesn't really make much of a difference. But uh, yeah, it's great to get it back. And it's now uh, got a new motor on it, which is... Uh, no, it's not got a new motor. That was the thing. Um, the, the guy basically um, in the shop, which was a Riga dealer, he went through and did everything that you could possibly do and it was looked like it was going to be the motor and then it turned out uh, to be a little bearing that was uh, stopping it playing at the right speed I was listening to uh, I think I was listening to Kid Canaveral and to uh, Withered Hand which I've listened to many times on the old iPod and they were all both uh, David and Dan were sounding a little bit more butch than they normally do so uh, I knew there was something amiss so yeah it was playing about sort of 5% too slow um, but now it's all great. It all works at all the right speed. So, um, yeah, quite excited to look forward to getting some new records to put in it. Anyway, and also before the Randolph Sleep one, uh, what did I play? I played Magic Eye in Japan, uh, and that's from the song by Toad Split with uh, Lethug, Magic Eye, Plastic Animals, and Zed Penguin. And the, uh, that track was from the vinyl one, um, in the vinyl and beer. And the one before that, the uh, Zed Penguin one, was from the beer. This is Lisa Bouvier, and every year until we die.
Basilisa Bouvier, and uh, every year until we die, it's released on Kath and Dad Records. If you go to Kath and Dad Records dot Kath is spelled with a C, and the N in between Kath and Dad is just the letter N. Uh, you can get it there. It's a free name your pricey thing. It's a new single from our upcoming album, uh, and uh, but you can pay money. It's a name your price, like I say. And uh, if you do decide to pay money, then all the money will go to the Midland Trust, uh, the mid, mid sorry, the Midland Railway Trust. Which it says here is a great out and the excellent hosts of indie tracks. I should, there's lots of um, indie tracks, looks pretty good this year if you're into um, that sort of thing. Uh, there's um, Lovely Eggs. Obviously, I am because there's many people on here that I on the list here that I play on the podcast. Uh, Helen loves the Lovely Eggs. Um, well, Packer Sports are playing. Uh, who else? The Wave Pictures. Um, yeah, and Brilliant Corners. Lit. It looks great. Uh, I don't know. It's actually the, the festival that um, we should probably go to as a family because, um, yeah, it's very baby friendly. Obviously, because a lot of people that go to it kind of of a certain age now where we have small children. So it's probably the perfect thing to do. But the travel lodge that is nearby sells out pretty quickly. So, um, yeah, I haven't really, I don't think it'll happen this year. But uh, maybe in future years, um, when all in Roman Junior is a little bit bigger. Um, that's definitely one we're going to probably go along to. That should be good fun. Anyway, I've only got one more track to play on the podcast. And that one has got nothing to do with Records Today, by the way. But I'm going to play one more track that does have something to do with, to do with Records Today. It's another cassette that's been released on record studio cassettes it's crazy man um yeah i do prefer the records for record studio and obviously it is shop they are shops in the uk and not stores at all um but anyway so it's something else that's coming out on record shop day um but again it's not an official release i don't think is on Edinburgh's jerry loves records it's a cassette of uh what did andy from jerry loves describe it as sketches i think of uh, it's adam stafford who adam stafford was the um was the winner of the prestigious edinburgh man poll uh, last year, the best track of the year, as played on the podcast, you all voted, and most of you did all vote for uh, "Vanishing Tanks" by Adam Stafford. It was way out in front, right from the very start. Um, I think it was probably something like at least half of the votes, because you could vote for your top three. I think was that what we did? Vote for your top three, and uh, I think nearly half the votes that came in. Um, one of those top three records was Adam Stafford, so it was kind of like right out in the front, right from the start. It was never ever going to get caught, which is unusual because the previous two years. It's been quite close for the top three, but like last year it wasn't at all. And which is not to be disparaging at all for the rest of the uh, 49 tracks, because they were all brilliant. And anyway, I should say that, uh, yeah, so there's a cassette um, that's coming out, and I'm going to play a track from it. Uh, It doesn't even appear to have a name, it just says B1, which I guess must mean it's the first track on side B. Unless um, Andy from Jerry Loves decided not to bother tag his MP3s when he sent it through to me. And the other thing as well is it does have um, special hiss that's on it. I don't know if that's um, intentionally put on or whether the MP3 has been made from the cassette. Um, but I shall... Uh, I'm just going to play it. I'm not going to read out the stuff. This is the last track I'm going to play. I'm not going to tell you anything after it. This is just the last bit. Um, I'm also not going to read out all the tracks I've played in today's podcast because um, I don't have a little bit of paper that tells me what they are. That's how uh, organised I am. But thank you very much for listening. And if you are going to buy some stuff on records.day, remember, it's really expensive. So don't go up to the front queue and then read out like 10 things because you're going to get a terrible shock um, when the bill comes. So maybe just stick to the like small number of things that you want. I never do. It all goes horribly wrong. But it's only once a year, I suppose. Um, yeah, I'm a real sucker for it. I can't help it. I just It's mainly because I do love um, buying records and there are so many quirky and cool and interesting things. Uh, that do come out. Um, so, you know, what the hell, it's only once a year. Anyway, this track, um, the cassette from Adam Stafford, uh, you can get from Voxbox. I think you can get from Avalanche as well. Oh, dear. You know what I, what I should do, actually, is I, oh, hang on, I found the email, don't worry. Um, you can get it in Edinburgh, Voxbox, Avalanche, Underground Solution, and Elvis Shakespeare. And Glasgow, you can get it at Love Music, Monorail, and Rubber Dub. In Paisley, you can get it at Apollo, you can get it in Inverness, Imperial, and Sterling, you can get it at Europa. 
and in Perth you can get it at Concord. I should also say that there are loads of other things that um, other independent record shops are going on in Edinburgh this week, uh, this weekend. Avalanche have got some in-stores. I think it's Glass Vegas and Admiral Fallow and somebody else that I can't quite remember at the moment. And obviously Coder on top of the mound and Underground Solution. And uh, yeah, Voxbox down in Stockbridge. So it's going to be a crazy day. I'm probably going to get on the bike and then cycle between um, multiple record shops, which is what I normally do, and buy little things in each of them. So this should be fun. And hopefully I'll get a copy of this. Anyway, this is um, from Adam Stafford called Millions Will Work Forever on Jerry Loves Records. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. (laughs) 